How are my levels? How are your, your levels look good. You think my levels are okay? Yes, but that's okay. because I'm running this shit. <laughs> that's true. You can't <laughs> trust Jake with See? levels. Nope, you just pee. See, I'm, oh, already, I'm already blowing it. Gosh dang it. So we, no, you can't be trusted just in any relation. Just boot me off the air. Just call it say what. <laughs> say, say what? Just move, <laughs> remove half of it. The, I'm the you mean part of it. You're the say what part. Oh, if anything, I'm the mean part. Um, <laughs> yeah, video's going. Audio's going. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm the master of levels, Jake. How would you say that in Spanish, that you're Jake? Uh, me llamo Jake. <laughs> okay. Are you still doing it? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I, I, as much as I can. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's hard. Like, I'll do a couple, uh, couple lessons a day. Dang. It's like maybe 10, 12 minutes. I mean, it's... Filling that, filling that day up, dude. I... Yeah, the thing is, I'm still having a hard time like conjugating the verbs. Dude, it's a it's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. It's the hardest part. Almost a almost ayan or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it sucks, and it it all changes depending on who you're talking to. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're still doing it. Yeah, it's inspiring. I still think I should do that, but no, I'm too busy. <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm reading, doing a bunch of reading. I finished Lambda. Lambda, which was my second book. That was uh, you told me that was. Are we gonna do um, this? That was. <laughs> Are we uh, gonna do this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he's listening or not. That was suggested by Officer Carter. Yeah, it's the worst fucking book I've ever read. The worst. The worst. Worst. The worst. The worst that you've read. Yes. Across. The her- uh, between the hearth of the cross races or whatever oh, I would, it was. I'll hearth, read that now. At the hearth of the I'll, cross races. I will, if I could take back the time that I wasted reading Lambda. The driest. And triple it just to consume across heart, the hearth, the hearth of, cross of cross races. races. I would do it. Which was a book that we read in uh, Pacific Northwest history for our, yeah. our favorite it was like professor. Drink- it was like drinking sand was that book. Lambda? No. No. At the hearth of dry. Yes. That's how dry races. it was. Okay. I would do that a million times. I did learn a lot from that book, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there's there's stuff to get from this book, Lambda, which was written last year by David Musgraves. Why do I? Me- why is that in there? Why see that? I shouldn't know that. <laughs> I pissed that that's in there. Welcome to my life. <laughs> I am so. It was so bad. It was so bad. And now listen. Carter and I like to we like to ro- jab each other. Mm-hmm. Ro- we get vicious sometimes, right? Overall, I still hate him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so if this was his like sick, you are sick. You are you are John Doe in seven levels sick. If you orchestrated all of this to that's get a, me, that's a level of sick. To get me to read this book. As a as a as a zinger as a gotcha, then I will I will never say another bad thing about him because that is the ultimate, ultimate. Like I've I've never been got so hard in my life, and I will never get got like that ever again. I doubt that's the case, but I like to imagine that in some reality. Dude, this book had to have been awful, dude. I was dying to get through because it. One of your favorite pastimes is roasting Officer Carter. Yes, Carter. I will Carter. give it up if he <laughs> planned this. I will never do it again if he intentionally said, "I'm going to suggest the shittiest book of all time." 
and 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 if that is, then my hats off to you. And I'll start. I'll start getting. I'll buy all the thin blue line stickers. <laughs> I'll put them on my car. I'll do it all. I'll get the tattoo. If this was all intentional, but I somehow doubt it. And also, if you read this book and enjoyed it, then now he may have just googled what is the worst. <laughs> what's the worst book out there? To counter all of the, everything that I just said, if he read this and enjoyed it and genuinely suggested it to your grave, I will destroy you. <laughs> I will never pull punches. I will always, always misname you and I will introduce you as the wrong name forever. Dude, you have a <laughs> lot of feelings about this book. It was just it a like complete a, waste of my time. Was it original? So was it? You said it was like sci-fi. So I love science fiction, and it was sci-fi, but it was doing so many things to no point. It's about this girl Kara who uh, lives in like the not so distant future. Was she hot? I, I don't know, but they'll tell you all the measurements of everything she's ever drink, drank, or eaten, or listen to or watch or moved across a table. So kind of like uh, Lord of the Rings where they, anytime they introduce somebody, they like say who his father, grandfather and like great grandfather was. Yes. But it'll be like, so Kara picks up her coffee and drinks exactly four ounces of her coffee. 4.2 ounces of her coffee. There's shit like that all throughout the book. That's so random. It is so Weird, and it's about so she uh, applies for this police force. She gets it. Generally, I would say the book is about um, uh, what is it called? Um, uh, when the government's watching you, uh, surveillance. Mm. It's about surveillance, but it's also about aliens who now are on the planet. And guess what? You'll never believe this, but in the science fiction book, aliens represent. A, a marginalized, suppressed group by a larger controlling group. Oh, my God. That's never been done before. Wait, so kind of like Chappie? Kind of like every goddamn science fiction book or film in the entirety of humanity. <laughs> uh, I, 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 that's why I asked you if we're doing this, because I this has been brewing in me. Yeah. <laughs> Lambda. Lambda. So they're all lambdas. That's what the name of the species is called. They're all aquatic creatures, and they live in the ocean. And lambda, they all lambda, lambda. They all come from a, a, a the original four who birthed this all, and they have like there's all Wait, these. Wasn't like, the name of the uh, frat and Revenge of the Nerds? Probably lambda, lambda, lambda. It is, lambda. A, it is a Greek for L, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. So. That all is going on. She's a police officer who wants to, who has to uh, liaison for the lambdas, then gets fired because she's getting to know too much or whatever. Not once. Was she having affairs with the lambda? No, she was actually dating this guy who was talking to her toothbrush. Oh, machines in this future technically have rights, like people, and they can communicate on like an AI type version. So she's he her boyfriend's talking to her toothbrush, and he's like, she's like, what are you always talking to my toothbrush for? And he's like, well, you know, it's funny to talk to these things. Sometimes they say silly things back. Well, come to find out, this is the only time in this entire so machines are sentient. Yes, kind of, but they're not really. They're they're a little bit. They can like they have like they're not scripted, but they're loosely like it's like Alexa. they have rights yeah oh yeah oh yeah machines with rights aliens who represent marginalized people and this chick who's a cop greatest story ever told <laughs> not once 
<laughs> not once until this moment in this book was I like, oh shit, here we go. That led to absolutely nothing. The tw- one little twist was that her boyfriend, who was constantly talking to her toothbrush, was half lambda. No, he was. He had a laptop that had all this information on it. She gets the password to his laptop from his brother. She logs into the computer, finds all this data, finds out that. He is tracking her uh oh god it's not estrogen it's another um uh what's it called menstrual cycles No what's the term uh testosterone um estrogen uh what are those called pheromones <laughs> <laughs> No what are those called hormones Horm- hormones hormones I hormones. think so Yes okay, okay. He's tracking your hormones I can't remember the one uh the one that it was it was one that we had to track when we were going through infertility and stuff and when I heard it I was like oh okay I know what that is but now I can't remember shit cuz I'm all fired up about the stupid goddamn book So come to find out he's tracking these hormones cuz he's trying to impregnate her and then there's like this whole like side twist about like transferring minds for this company in Arizona and you're like wait what then it's never discussed again Yeah, that might have been the only cool thread that they had. And I was like, okay, here we so go. So what was the ending? The ending was dog shit. It literally just ends. That's it. Kara's dad's missing, and he's speaking through her through AI through the house application, like a, a like a Alexa or something. And so she's talking to her daddy, who rode off in a motorcycle and never saw again. Dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. Man, I, but I will give you credit for sticking through it because you said you were going to read all 12 of those books. And had I not proclaimed it online, I would have killed myself. <laughs> but I said I would do it, and I did it, and I hated every moment of it. But I'm going to talk about what book I'm on right now real quick. Have you started your next yes, book? Yes, I have. Okay. I'm, I'm halfway done. I'm almost done with it. Oh, shit. It's called This Is How We Lose the Time War. And this was suggested by uh, someone at work. Oh. Um, what a... How refreshing. It's thoroughly enjoyable. It's written uh, through t- two time agents who are like in a war with different time threads. And they fall in love with each other, but they're technically supposed to kill each other. And they're communicating through letters to one another. That's how the book's kind of written is between the letters. I mean, it's just nice. It's just nice to read a book that's just good. Hmm. Yeah. It's cleansing my palate. That's good. You sometimes, yeah, you need that. I, uh, to be honest, I don't think I have ever finished a bad book. Like, because I just stopped reading them. Oh, had I not made this commitment, I would have, like, I could still do it, I guess. Like, start, like, an online group. Of just find this book, physical copies, and burn them <laughs> wherever they are. Just start an uprising. What have you looked up reviews on this book? Like, do other people out there who liked it? So I did look up reviews. Of course I did because I'm like, there's no fucking way. This is a joke. Mm-hmm. Who wrote this? Who is this? Who is this pen? What is it called? Ghostwriter. Who are you? Uh, I mean, people were just like, okay, like, what this, was the point of this? This exists. Yes, from oh. everything I've seen. Wow. And I was excited because it was like, oh, someone's suggesting a sci-fi book. But it was all to just destroy everything I've loved. Anyways, thanks, Carter. (laughs) 
Holy crap. Uh, so. Yeah. Have you been watching anything new lately? I'm not watching that show. What show? The Last of Us? The, uh, the Last of Us? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you know I was going to bring that up? Because everybody's talking to me about it. Really? Yes. Okay. Did you play the video game? No. Did you? No. Oh. I read how I read the whole synopsis of the video games. <laughs> of course you did. Hey, I wanted to know where it's going. Well, are you serious? Yeah. I mean, I guess everybody kind of knows where it's going. But what were you going to say? Well, I mean, actually... If they stick to the script for the first two games, it goes completely different than the way you think that it goes. Mm, okay. So I won't spoil anything for anybody because mm-hmm. um, it is a good show. Yeah. And Pedro Pascal is amazing. Yeah. Like that guy is A+. Plus. I was at um, – I went to my niece's birthday party this weekend, and Alex was there, and she was like, are you watching this show called – I go, The Last of Us? And she goes – How'd you know? I'm just like, oh my god! One more person, one more person. <laughs> well, I was the one more person. Yeah, you. No, you were the you were the person after the one more person. Oh wow! Yeah, because I was talking to Jesse today, and he's like, "You watching the last of? Oh my god! I've never I've never been more enthralled with a show that is so slow. Really? Yeah. I mean, it seems just like it. It's something that I would like just completely dive into you would yeah it's good i know uh and it takes two almost two full episodes for anything major to happen that's amazing and I like that but i heard it, andor was like that but yeah andor andor was solid you watched it yeah i need to watch it and dude watch andor i know i know andor uh the guy that plays um caspian yeah i uh, so good did you okay real quick just um i think he's mexican mm-hmm. and he was on jimmy kimmel i think he's french Wait, the main character? The place Caspian Andor? Yeah. Why would you say French? Why would you give some... Just take any credit you can from the Mexicans, Jake. <laughs> I know his last name sounds French. That's my point, dude. You're just taking it from my people. Oh, well, I apologize. Because <laughs> you're going to have to... You're going to be You're gonna be uh, reading the, the, the... Diego Luna? That's his name? Yes. Oh shit! Never mind. Yeah, definitely. And he's definitely Mexican. Definitely Mexican. And he was talking about growing up in Mexico on Jimmy Kimmel, and uh, <laughs> oh shit! You should have just. Why did you even Google it? You, he was talking about growing up in Mexico. He, well, why didn't you just hit me with that fact? Because that it was shut... a slow burn. All right, it was they're hanging you from your feet, well, and poking you with a popsicle well, while you think it's a torch. <laughs> That's well, fair <laughs> enough. Have you seen Punisher? Yeah. Yeah. Remember when he's like hanging the guy mm-hmm. and he's cooking the meat and he thinks. Wait, he's the John Travolta one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. hanging the guy from the f- the rafters or whatever, and he's like cooking the meat with the torch mm-hmm. and poking him with the popsicle, and he thinks he's getting burned. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what that whole setup was. Uh, I knew I was right, but let's let's entertain. Dude, that was a deep. Uh, that was a deep reference. Dude, there. I'm in it right now. The I had Punisher? a five hour energy too late in the day, and then you started with Connor's bullshit. I'm <laughs> fired up. <laughs> I'm just trying to burn everything down. And honestly, if you've listened to any Knuckle Draggers, which I'm sure no one has, I am like, I'm just, this is, this is my, this is who I am on podcast now. I'm just going to air all my grievances in such a fashion of anger and passion that I mean, that's how Charles Manson did it. There's no, that's right. On, on this other podcast, I'm trying to start a cult. So if I can get anyone in this audience to join that cult, <laughs> I'm going to do it. Uh, anyway, so Diego Luna is, he is Mexican. And he was talking about growing up in Mexico and watching Star Wars. And then um, they would call him uh, uh, R2-D2. They would call him R2-D2. 
Arturito, which is Little Arthur. So mm. they always thought R2-D2 was Little Arthur. Oh. Yeah, I always thought that was a little cool, huh. cool little fact. Anyways, Andor's supposed to be good. Need to watch that. But Last of Us, mm-hmm. for the millionth time, I need to watch it. Yeah, you, you, you should. Do we know how many episodes it. it's going to be? Uh, I don't. Okay. Um, I would imagine typical HBO is 10 yeah. for a season. So somewhere between 7 and 10, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Pedro Pascal, amazing. Mm-hmm. Don't care as much for the casting of the main girl, like okay. the, the younger girl. Yeah. Um, but she's carried by like the two main characters of the first. She's two not episodes. a good actor, not good lines, not, not good, good, not good lines. Oh, okay, yeah. But aren't they stripped from, straight from the game? What's that? Are most of them stripped from the game? I don't think so. I've seen like side by sides, and there's like a lot of scenes that are really just pulled straight from the game. Yeah, I mean, they throw in a lot of curse words for her, and don't get me. I'm not a prude. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> spicy like, mayo. Here I'm we go. T- no, no, no. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not saying that like. No, I, I am the biggest fan of a well-timed curse word. Yeah. That is one of my things I am most excited about teaching Wells is how to well-time your F-bombs. Mm, because okay. they can add a lot of power to they what can. you're saying. Yes. So it's just like... Mind me I don't, nothing. I don't mind cussing, but cuss with a purpose. Right. Just don't be the guy that drops an F-bomb every other line. You Have just you sound trashy. Video? Well, that's me. <laughs> Have you seen that video of LeBron missing that jumper, that fadeaway corner jumper? And it, oh, I have to send it to you. And the caption literally is, why is LeBron cuss like a middle schooler? Because <laughs> he misses it. And he's like, bitch, you bitch, you, you bitch, you bitch. <laughs> he's like calling the ball and rim a bitch like that as he's walking away. You have to see it. All right, I'm gonna... It's so funny. <laughs> Dude, there was you one bitch, th- you bitch, bitch, you bitch. The the mics picked up Jeremy Grant missing a floater the other night, uh-huh. and you just hear "fuck." <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. Um, but anyway, uh, my my point with bringing yeah. it up was is if you had to, if a zombie outbreak yes broke out yes, um, in which the one thing that I think that's cool about The Last of Us mm-hmm. is that of all of the zombie outbreak origins, mm-hmm. like where it came from, yeah. This fun like this fungus thing mm-hmm. that uh, that they've like they've explained in the show yeah. and how the fun like because there is fungus yeah in the real world that does will, this that does this to insects yeah so it's I mean it's probably not likely but as far as intertwining real science mm-hmm. with sci-fi mm-hmm. I think that this it works it almost is it works really before well. you get to your question that's something yeah. that I've always. Like with uh, 28 Days Later and 28 Weeks Later, two zombie movies I freaking love. But I would always question, like, it's some virus created Mm -hmm. in a lab, right? Sure, great. That makes you sick. But what is it that makes you want to eat flesh or or whatever, you know, your Mm -hmm. desire to kill anything that's the other, right? What what is it? You know, that's where you always lost me. Like, there was always kind of this threshold in zombie films where it's like, all right, that's cool. It's fun. But there's a line here that makes it unbelievable, and that's the line for me. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is that in nature, there are these funguses that can kind of change the way that an animal behaves. Mm-hmm. Like, they take complete control of it. Like, ants. For There's this fungus in mm-hmm. the Amazon that can take control of ants, mm-hmm. take control of their entire nervous system and their muscular skeletal system to where the ant is still conscious but has no control over its body anymore. And the, literally the fungus 
moves the ant to places and perfect, uh, perfectly places the ant close enough to where when the fungus eventually does kill it and prout, sprout, sprout its stalks mm-hmm. and release its spores, mm-hmm. upwind perfectly to the col- to the to the ant colony. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's crazy to think about like so when you think about like you take that same science yeah. and you extend it into the sci-fi universe. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's still a leap. Most scientists who study funguses have already come out and said this is even with rising temperatures if a fungus of this type was able to survive mm-hmm. in a human, it probably would not have the same kind of effects mm-hmm. w- mm-hmm. that you would see in as like a zombie like right. a zombie but it is still it it allows the the audience to not have to suspend belief or take the writer's word for that oh it's a rage virus yeah created it just in happens a, yeah it, it was a rage virus who created in a lab or somebody effed a monkey and yeah. um there we go like <laughs> but it also explains like the desire to spread it mm-hmm. right yeah. like you're talking about the fungus positioning itself in a way so that it would continue to grow mm-hmm. and because a, yeah because a fungus is a fungus isn't like um a plant mm-hmm. where a plant can create its own food through photosynthesis mm-hmm. a fungus has to feed off of its host mm. so it has to keep spreading for the fungus to survive right so it um so it's it, cool it, it makes it makes more sense yeah yeah i guess so it's what's really your good. question my question is is if you had if there was a zombie outbreak mm-hmm. and you had to survive and you had to survive with five people that you know uh-huh who are your five people you can't ask me that <laughs> <laughs> uh, my answers aren't what they're supposed to be <laughs> am i trying to survive yeah, you're. I mean, I no. You you do you because my my answer has always been like if there's going to be an apocalypse, yeah, I'm pulling up a lawn chair at the at at ground zero yes. and I'm going with it because yeah. I don't want to live in an post-apocalyptic world. You have said that. I mean, if I'm trying to survive, I don't even know if Jen and Cheyenne come. Like, I'm gonna die with those two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I would survive on my own, but because I clearly can't. Um, five people. I feel like let's just say, for hypothetical sake, anyone who's not in this five is dead. Your family dead. I love it. You know, your family is in a safe location. Okay, they're 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 in the quarantine zone. Thank you, Jake. Thank you. Your family is in the quarantine zone. Yes, because because Kylie and Wells are holding me back too. Right. So our family drop kick the potato, dude. You're in trouble. (laughs) Although. Kylie is probably smarter and more and and more practical than I for am. For sure, I would sacrifice myself for the first person I saw. <laughs> Don't worry, go ahead, I got you. <laughs> well, because like when we used to play this game called Jailbreak back in high school, yeah, I would. Um, have you ever have you ever played it? Sounds it was called, familiar. People in Portland called it fugitive. Like you're running around the city and stuff. Yeah, you're trying yeah. to get from point A to yeah, point yeah. B. There's people in cars driving yes, around. We they played at the golf course a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So was, like we played that every weekend, mm-hmm. my junior and senior year of high school. And I would always sacrifice myself for the people I was running with. I'd be like, you guys go, I'll get, I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. And I'm like, I like, and then you just go sit in the jail. Then I just sit in the car and ride around for the rest of the night. Or for the rest of the was round. Is that what you wanted to do? No. You're being the hero. No, I was just being the hero. Oh, okay. I was being okay. the hero. So I, I know that I would go down in some blaze of 
Okay. Go down or doing something stupid. The but family is the family is safe. Who are yes. your Who are your five people? I'm taking you. Oh, I don't know if you want me just to. I mean, for because you know I, I mean, want to sacrifice myself. Yes. Um, but also, if I'm like Jake, what's this knife called? You can tell me. Not that it matters in apocalypse, <laughs> but at least I'll know. What type of what type of knife is best? Yeah. Well, plus you probably have the best shot at anyone I know, except for maybe Dimitri. Dude, I was killing it today. I'm out <laughs> hunting. Who is also on the list? You and Dimitri. Plus, if I'm gonna die, at least I have the three of you, the three of us, to entertain myself. <laughs> um, I'm probably taking my brother because he's a psycho. Like, I feel like he would just be like. I'm not even going to use a gun. I'm just going to bash some skulls. I feel like he'd be that guy. You also need a person on your team that is willing to tell other people who like need help. Sorry. Like, Ooh, I feel like that's me. That's my role. <laughs> yeah. Cause you were the guy that said no to the, uh, to the guy that wanted to propose to his, his girlfriend at a bar. Yes. Yes. I'm nope. Not doing it. Not getting involved. <laughs> I don't care. Sorry. Your guys' car is broken down in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. We yeah. don't have room. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> so you, Dimitri, okay. my brother. Okay. Oh my gosh. I don't, that's it. I don't know anybody. Now, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Do you have five? I'm th- I'm formulating. Okay, 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 okay. Since I've left Fisherman's, I yeah. don't have as many shooters. In right, my... right. Mm-hmm. I used to have a whole squad of shooters that we would be pretty yeah. solid with, but and plus I also worked at Fisherman's, so there was a good chance that if that if it broke out, yeah. I was at Fisherman's around a bunch of guns and ammo, and we could survive on that and peach and peach rings. Up. What is this left for dead? <laughs> uh, also, do I just want to be trapped with a bunch of dudes? Or do I have, like, can I go see my wife? <laughs> For conjugal visits? <laughs> um, like, we're just out there saving the world and then running back. <laughs> um... I don't know. I would. I'm probably gonna go just for shits and giggles. I'm gonna go my stepbrother Pat and then Jesse. Jesse uh, Geezy. Geezy. Yeah, Geezy. Okay. I think that that would be. That would be an interesting. Literally, I bring nothing to the team. All of you shoot and hunt except for me. Mm. So you were supposed to change that. We were going to do Jake training day. I know, but then I it. tore my meniscus, yeah. and then hunting's over now. I've got. There's I've, always next. Me, There's always next. I season. promise. Like we're in. We're integrating video now. Things are coming. We're moving forward, not stagnant. Mm-hmm. But yes, J training day will happen. I thought about it. Plus, I didn't want to like. Towards the end of the season, I was like, "Gosh, like my knees better. I don't want to. I don't want to ask you, hey, give up this whole day to make me miserable, and then like miss out on times with like Matt or your dad or something where you're hunting and, oh. and you know what I mean? Sure. I didn't. I just. I mean, I I appreciate that thought. Yeah, but because no, when we do wouldn't. it, I want you to be like, like if I want you to be a hundred percent okay with me halfway through and going, fuck, I'm done. Fuck it, <laughs> I'm leaving." <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. So sure. I don't want you to be like, we're going to go out for a long day of hunting. And then five minutes in like that hill you tried to make me climb. Just go, this ain't happening, Jake. We got to go back. Yeah. <laughs> well, last Saturday would have done it because there was it was frozen. It was freezing rain coming oh. down sideways with like 20 mile an hour winds. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. Ooh, dude. That, and ducks were flying really well that day. Yeah. So. I, so I, I do want to make sure that it's a, it's a, a situation where it's like. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight to stick it out. 
bike to stick it out. So mm-hmm. we'll see. That's my five. You guys are all going to protect me while I kind of I plan. I come up with all the ideas. I can get you in and out of Disneyland the most efficiently you could ever imagine. See, you're a coordinator, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'll coordinate. Every, everybody needs a plan. That's what I'm saying. I'll tell people to fuck off, and I'll coordinate the whole thing. We don't want Dimitri being the leader. Hell no. <laughs> Never. We would all die. He can't. He can barely read. He is not coordinating. <laughs> And plus, he's been trained as a grunt. He'll do what he's told. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely not. And then, yeah, I don't know. I don't know your. I don't know your stepbrother, Pat. Um, yeah, he, he's got a lot of guns, and he likes to shoot. So never met Geesey. Yeah, but I've. I mean, I've met him per se on video games. Yeah, yeah. He's a small guy. I mean, it's a good. It's a good. It's a good crew. I think it's a solid crew. You need a. You need a small guy who can get into tight spaces. But I is he feel claustrophobic? Like who? Geesey. I am. You're claustrophobic. Yeah. Okay. But so I'm not a small guy. So Jesse, hopefully he's not claustrophobic, so then he can get in, you know, do things. But that's my five. That's your five. Six including me, but Yeah. Well that's what I meant. I'm the leader. Yeah. <laughs> coordinator. I meant coordinator. Coordinator. <laughs> I don't lead anything. Who's your five? Don't sell yourself short. You've shot guns before. I have shot guns. Yeah. Just like my handgun though. I mean, I feel like I could do pretty well with my hand. I think gun. you'd be fine. Yeah, but what, like, what about like? I guess I've shot a scar and stuff, but that thing is like intense, loud, but not a lot of recoil. No, no. Yeah. So maybe, maybe just like a week into the apocalypse, I'm Rambo, John Rambo, and you're welcome that you're on my team. <laughs> See, that's the fun. That's one of the things I when I watch those movies that I always kind of like. I'm always like, you guys. Those guns are so damn loud, and they're shooting without hearing mm-hmm. protection. Yeah, I was like, dude, you guys would not. Everybody in around these vicinities when they're mm-hmm. light, like they're shooting these AR-15s, I'm like, dude, none of you guys would be able to hear. Mm. Like, I don't know. Anyway, I should shoot. I shouldn't shoot, but I haven't shot mine without your protection, so it would be interesting at least to do it once without it. Just, to Sh- see. I mean, I've shot shotguns so much without my hearing without hearing protection. I'm kind of numb to that. But shotgun blasts are nowhere near as bad as pistols and rifles because shotguns generally, they'll break the first sound barrier, mm-hmm. but they don't. They're not hypersonic. Mm-hmm. Where like that's what why the concu- one of the reasons why the concussion is so powerful on rifles is mm-hmm. because like a two two three is going about twenty three to twenty five hundred feet per second. Mm-hmm. That's hypersonic. Yeah. So that really loud crack that mm-hmm. you get when it when it breaks that sound mm-hmm. barrier is one of the reasons why it's so hard on your mm-hmm. ears um anyway and then handgun like and then handguns because the report is so close to your like your with body. a show like with a long barrel hunting shotgun you've 28 inch barrel away from mm-hmm. your so that's pushing a lot of the and then rifles a little bit longer barrel but a handgun you know if you're you're here mm-hmm. like that is pretty close like yeah that report is it's really right close to, yeah. your, to your ears so Anyway, I hate, I can't, I can't shoot handguns. Like, that gets painful, shooting handguns without, without, hearing, protection. without hearing protection. I don't, I've never done it. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. If my you wanna, hearing's already if, effed. Yeah, dude, my hearing is terrible. <laughs> terrible. Anyway. I remember, like, in abandoned stuff, like, I, 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 there was, like, at one point where I started wearing it, but for the longest time I wasn't wearing it, standing right next to the drummer, just blasting cymbal in my ear, and... I was like, I should, it would hurt. I was mm-hmm. like, I should probably wear protection. Well, now I catch myself like turning my head, and like when I try to listen with my right ear, I'm like, I can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Do you ever get it where you lay your head down at night uh-huh. on a side on the side, 
And if it's your bad ear that's up, you uh-huh. can't really hear anything. Yes. So you have to roll over to get your good ear up. But you're like, I, I'm like, wait, how is that a thing? Like, I'm 36. How is that a thing? <laughs> like, do you, oh ever, do you ever get random ear ringing? From no, like, thank God. Yeah, I get that. Oh, God. I'll be sitting there at work typing, and then I'll just hear it. Like, it'll almost be like a click, and then I'll just ding. Oh, my God. For like a couple minutes, and then it'll go away. Yeah, my friend Jeff, who was in the military, has t- uh, tinnitus. Tinnitus, yeah. yeah all the time. Oof. Just constant. That's, yeah. almost a, that's almost debilitating. Yeah. I couldn't do it. Who are there- your five? Well, um, Matt Glendening. I almost picked Reeves just as bait. Reeves. (laughs) (laughs) Or just to be the historian, to be like, here's the event that happened, but guess what? It'll sound way cooler if he retells it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Glendening. So many crazy stuff would happen. We could have never left the quarantine zone, but in that retelling, yes. there wouldn't be so much craziness. Yeah, we all sacrificed ourselves <laughs> and still lived. So, um, Maddie, yeah, okay. Matt, Matt Glendening, um, just because he could run, he uh, run for ten dude. Miles. He would escape. He would leave you behind. He'd be like, "All right, let's go. We need to run." And then you'd run, and he'd be gone. And you'd be like, <laughs> "That's Shit. a good. That's a good point." <laughs> he would be like, "He's like, we gotta get all the way over there." And then, then he takes off, and then I'm like, <laughs> "He's there already." <laughs> <laughs> There's been so many times where I've been hunting with him, and where he's like, "All right, we're gonna go over here," and then we're like, he just takes off with the cart and all the decoys on it, and he just trudges off into the dark, and I'm like. All right, I'll see you there in like an hour. <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> he is he is a like that man. Yeah, that man is a robot. Yeah, um, Terminator. Uh, <laughs> also one of the like most naturally gifted shooters I've ever been around. So he's he's good. Yeah, he's good. Um, probably my friend Jesse. Even okay. though he's yeah. super tall, yeah. he was in the Marines. But he can pull down things off high shelves True, for you. True, yes. Um, not only that, but funny dude who yeah. just doesn't take things too seriously. Like so, the apocalypse? Yeah, so okay. I think he, he, he wouldn't be one that's just going to like freak Melt out. And down. Lose, like yeah. freaked out and like if things got tense, he wouldn't be the guy that goes, Wah! and then like makes the sound that attracts all the zombies. Mm. So you got to make sure you got people who are like psychologically able to... Uh, Handle. function yeah. in a uh, stressful situation a quiet place no you should watch that i've heard it's so good it's so good and it's got it's got emily blunt in it. and john krasinski yeah and he directed mostly it. emily blunt but mostly john krasinski <laughs> it's so good sorry i just thinking about the noise making dude of all, so completely off topic yes. best celebrity couple yes krasinski and emily blunt it's gotta be i mean nobody else lasts nobody else matters Last, I don't know, like uh, um, Tom Ashton Hanks? Kutcher and I mean, um, Mila Kunis have been together for a long time. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, sorry, uh, Dax Shepard and uh, Kristen Bell. Bell. Yeah. And then um, like, uh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Mm, damn, dude, you're well versed on celebrity. Couples. Kylie makes me watch. Don't say all makes. Don't Kylie say makes. has me watch, <laughs> and I choose to sit through. Uh huh. Uh, a lot of the um, Ellen DeGeneres interviews. Interviews. Okay. Back when she, before she got outed as yeah, a complete isn't she a toxic a-hole. piece of crap? Apparently. Yeah. 
Which is kind of... Isn't Emily Blunt like your celebrity crush? Absolutely. Uh, Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly Uh, asked me the other day, she's like, is it... When when is it too old to have a celebrity crush? It never is. See, that was my opinion, too. I mean... As long as your celebrity crush... I should ask my grandma. As long as a celebrity crush is somewhere around your age... Oh. Or they're far enough (laughs) removed from what is... From saying, well, they're technically legal. Oh, okay. I think sure. you're okay. I was going the other direction. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're a grandma and you're like, that Ryan Reynolds, I'm like, you go, grandma. Yeah, hell yeah. I should, but I'm going to ask you, But if grandma. you're like my age and you're like, I don't know, what, insert blank 18-year-old yeah, yeah, actress. Yeah. Uh, what's her, Millie Bobby Brown? Yeah. If Is you're that weird? Say, yeah, if you're, yeah, that's, that's weird. weird. <laughs> that's weird. You should not say that publicly. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, th- I think celebrity crushes are just fine. Obviously, nothing's ever going to happen, ever. But um, I told my sister to ask my grandma who her celebrity crush is. Nice. I'm I'm excited to hear what <laughs> what comes of this. Hopefully, we get a response. Oh, it would be amazing while we're on air. Um, she's 76. 76. So, yes. Okay. So I mean, if you're 76, then there is no limit. Mm-hmm. Um, even oh, dude, if she names like some classic like. Uh, she did get a little too excited when I told her that I was going to watch To Kill a Mockingbird. And she was like, the one with Gregory Peck. And I was like, well, Ooh, calm what a, down, Gre- Grandma. Gregory Jesus. Peck. What a, what a, uh, what a <laughs> what honk. What a honk, dude. Uh, Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. Is this yours? Yes. So she. It used to be uh, Crazy Chick. Yes. That's why she's off. She doesn't get to be it anymore. Oh, that's too bad for her. <laughs> Linda Cardellini is, uh, she's in Brokeback Mountain. She's in all the Avengers films. She's Who does she play? Hawkeye's wife. Burnett? Yes. Um, she's in this that new show, uh, Dead to Me. I'm going to have to look this up. I got you right here. Okay. Come on, dude. Come on. Oh, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I see that. She was, what was that show, uh, Freaks she's and been, Geeks? She's been in a lot. Yeah, she's been acting since she was a kid. Mm. Uh, Freaks and Geese, great show. Um, Judge Judd Apatow. Uh, oh, that was his show back in the day. Judd Apatow is. I did not know she was married to um, Leslie Mann. Yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. I had no idea. I know. I know. I know. I had no idea couples. that they were married. But their daughter plays in that HBO show uh, Euphoria. I think I did know that, but she's in that movie, Knocked Up. Their daughters are. Oh, really? Their daughters play the daughters of Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann. Oh. Yeah, dude. Okay. Anyways, whoa, we are way off track. So, anyway, celebrity crushes, watch Quiet Place. <laughs> and so, Matt. Jess, Jesse. My my tall. My, the only problem with Jesse is he's so damn tall. Yeah. He might give away her position. But he's military? He's ex-Marines. Okay, okay. So oh, I, Marines, okay. So, I'll take. Is that impressive? I mean, I think so. I don't know. I just got army guys, so who knows? I don't. I, <laughs> the uh, the amount of shit that uh, Dimitri was talking about Marines when we were talking about the different. I think we that's the other his job, night. though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that. you've got to. You yeah. got to roast the other branches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sign up for me. Sign up for our branch. We're yeah. better. Oh yeah. That's got to be a weird job. It is a weird job. Like convincing people to sign up. Yeah, to possibly die. Yeah, <laughs> I how was you, calling a merchant of death constantly. How do you sell people on that? I mean, there's a lot of benefits, dude. Yeah. There's a lot of benefits. He's, he could retire in three years and then That's pretty damn make cool. bank and then work in the private sector and still get that money. Good for him. And make bank in the private sector. Yeah. 
triple like uh, six figures if if he plays his cards right. Yeah. 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 Well, good for Dimitri. It's yeah. good to be Dimitri. Yep, and school paid for. There's some benefits yeah, there. Yeah, there's some benefits. Yeah. But you also might get blown up. Yeah. Um, I don't have... Well, you obviously... Don't say me! No! <laughs> no! Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. Convince me why you're taking me. <laughs> uh, be One, mm-hmm. resourceful. Okay. You are, I get analysis paralysis. Okay. Like crazy. Yeah. And you're the kind of person that's just like, we're doing this like right now. Mm-hmm. I also need somebody. Oh, like you will stop and think about every which way. Yes. And to the point where it's ineffective and mm-hmm. no decision is exactly. made. Exactly. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get analysis paralysis. I need someone who'd be like, we're doing this yeah. and this is what we're doing. We're yeah. going to do it right now. Yeah. And he gets you, his killed. Yeah. Well, at least a decision was made. <laughs> Dude, that's what I was <laughs> saying earlier. Because indecision absolutely yeah, gets you made, gets sure. you killed in this situation. We're just going to sit here while Jake ponders it. <laughs> <laughs> Which way do we go? I'm sitting there flipping a coin. No, no, no. And okay. I need someone who... Three yeses, four noes. Got to do it one more time. Matt Glendening. Yes. One of my, one of my oldest friend. I also need somebody who is... He is... He has a lot of great qualities. Mm-hmm. One of his qualities is basically arguing with you until you give in mm-hmm. to what he wants to do. Mm, never going to happen. And then he convinces himself that everybody just ag- agreed, agreed with him with when it. really yeah. it was just he wore everybody down. Right, right. I need somebody who, was, who can match him on that mm, level. That'll happen. That is you. Okay, fair enough. So you bring a lot of the... Leader, you need, I feel you like bring we're a, all just going to be sitting you bring around a trying lot to decide of the what gr- to do. You bring a lot of the group dynamic stuff that you need to survive in this situation. Okay. okay. You can't just have a whole bunch of just only gun-toting. That's all I pick. Root and shooting. I just assume everybody's going to cow- listen to me. Root and shooting cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Um, plus, we also need somebody who is a uh, decent cook. Mm, mm-hmm. I'll cook some human meat, dude. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll make it tasty. You'll be like, oh, shit. Turns out I'm a cannibal. <laughs> but no, I'll cook it. I don't know if I can cook that. Like, can I make goose good? Plus, you're also just a good friend, and you need good friends out there. People aren't going to stab true. People aren't gonna stab you in the back. No promises. I love Big Brother. That's true. But I have a feeling that you wouldn't <laughs> no. just, like, no. hose me for this other group over there. No, unless, well, it depends on what they had. If they had a cure, I'm out. Mm. I'm just kidding. I'm not. If they had a cure, I wouldn't blame you. (laughs) We got one cure for one of you six. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that like it's like a shot cure, and they they had it. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't abandon. I'd be like, fuck it. No, who wants to take it? I need. Who are we getting rid of? (laughs) (laughs) I need two more. Yeah, need two more. Mm. Ooh, I I know one that I can't believe you haven't even mentioned. Carter. Bo. Well, Bo's coming with me anyway. Does that count as one of my five? I think it should. All right. Well, then Bo's number four. Because he's one, a risk, but two, an asset. And you if you're going to bring up someone who's well, both a risk and an asset. So me and Bo were watching um, were watching Last of Us yeah. last night. And I was like, Bo, you would survive in a zombie apocalypse because they would never catch you. Yeah. What do you say? Because so, he's so speedy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just kept 
nudging me for pets. Mm. But I think that meant that he agreed. Yeah. yeah. Pet me if I pet me, pet me. Uh, if you pet me, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Bo's such a terrorist when it comes to pets. Oh, dude. Uh, Logan started doing this thing where like my hand will be sitting there and he'll just go. And like lift my hand all the way up. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, relax. I will pet you. <laughs> and he'll go. He talks a lot. Does the bow talk a lot? Oh yeah. Yeah. But Logan will just say, just at you all the time. I'm like, dude, stop. Mm-hmm. I will pet you. The only problem with Bo is being is that he barks. He's giving away our position. But how many dogs are wild at this point? Not many. Or free. Not many. Are I'll there no that. dogs? I don't know. I don't know either. They never it's really your fantasy, bro. They never really explain in those movies. They never yeah. really explain what happens to the wildlife. That's why I like I Am Legend, the movie at least. Oh, yeah, like the deer and stuff. The deer, and you see like a lion tackle a deer, mm-hmm. and you're just like, what the shit? That could totally happen. Yeah, there's wildlife. You see uh, World War Z. They kind of talk about that too. Brad Pitt. Yeah, I don't remember that. I did see it, but I don't remember. I should watch I it. That again. one gets really bad reviews, and people mm-hmm. have shit on it. Mm-hmm. But I actually thought it wasn't half bad. I should like watch it, it was again. worth watching. I'm not going to watch it again because mm-hmm. I've watched it somewhat semi recently, and mm-hmm. I remember it. But I don't. Um, I'm not going to like seek it out. Yeah. This weekend and watch. We don't it, have to count Bo. I just thought Bo. Would no, be. no, Bo. Because I'm not bringing my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I will skin Logan for like a nice hat. A nice hat, dude. That would be a cozy hat. A little Pomeranian mm-hmm. fur. Yeah. Mm, I'd be like, I loved you when you were alive. <laughs> All right, one more. Got one more. Got one more. Okay, okay, okay. Man, I've got... I'm trying to go... I'm going through all of the people at my bachelor party. It's mm, a lot of people. Zinda? <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, my friend Ethan. Okay. Um... Mm-hmm. Who else? I don't even remember who was all there. What Taylor, about uh, Taylor what's his Wright. name? He's like nurse now, isn't he? Keenan? Yeah. Yeah, I'd bring Keenan. Boom. Yes. There we go. Keenan. See, that's why I'm in this group. Keenan's my another. Because you're like, what sh- who should we go find now? Keenan, idiot. Yeah, we need Keenan for his yeah. medical. See, I didn't even think about that until I was on your team. There you go. Shit. Great question. Keenan's a good guy, too. The yeah. only problem is Keenan's kind of a hypochondriac. That's okay. He'd probably assume that he was bit all the time. Perfect. I want that because there's going to be one of us who's like hiding it. I was a bit. I'm fine. Big. You were a bit. I can tell you're sweating. I was just running. I was watching cops. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for playing. My yes. Be beautiful. Was that it? Was that all you brought today? No. Okay. What else you got? Uh. Well, do you have anything? No. Okay. My I, brain is fried. I was so pissed about that book. I didn't, didn't want okay, well, to. I didn't, didn't want to completely take up everything. This is your show, dude. It's not my show. It's Look, our show. I know, but this is the one where you have zero criticism. I have zero criticism? Yeah, dude. What do you mean? Like, I showed Jen that uh, Tommy Lee Jones is gay clip. <laughs> Oh, really? From uh, um, Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Wasn't she, that funny? Dude, it was so good. And she was like, why are you showing me this? I'm like, because like, me and Micah, we cite Jake all the time. We don't we don't double check it. We don't double check anything he says. We just tell other people like it's truth. Like, yeah, Jake said it. <laughs> uh, anyways, no, I really just, I mean, the I only. Miss the, I miss the Anderson brothers. I know. I need to, I need to see, like, 
We need to hang out with him. Did you see what I was doing this morning at five in the morning? You're pedaling your bike. I was pedaling my bike. I was like, he's getting ready for basketball. You're fucking right, I am, dude. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I am done. I miss it. I I can feel I miss it in the same way that like <clears throat> I feel like I've gotten into this rut of like maybe depression, but I haven't mm. been even able to name it. Mm. My fuse is short. I'm irritable. I don't sounds yeah like depression. I just don't. I don't want to do anything. And then you know I'm like. I did something yesterday that I hadn't done in a long time, and that was turn on a basketball game that wasn't the Blazers. Oh. And that is something I would do regularly. Hmm. But I think that tearing my meniscus, <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> yeah, I love that clip so much where he holds up the slipper. Yeah. I will send you to Jesus. <laughs> Dude, so it was funny. straight like the worst emotional damage I've ever had. Like, Getting back to a sport, tearing my ACL, you watch the video, you see it, you're like, yeah, no shitty towards ACL. My meniscus tear was just a turn to the right, <laughs> tore, and for me now. Yeah, that's just, I mean, I can't even imagine. Just it was the most that basic, ran- most random I mean, movement. Yeah, dude, that just sucks. And now I'm just like, I can't do anything. I, don't, I'm, I feel like a fragile, fat old man, and that if I turn in any direction on that basketball court, I'll, I'll be out again. So I've been going to physical therapy and not doing it as regularly at home as I should be. And then going there and then giving it 110% and then being like just destroyed for days after. Well, last time I went, <clears throat> she was like, hey, we're going to start really getting into basketball type movements. So that way, if you shift and turn your knee. Your body is used to it. Mm. That way your Makes body sense. is trained for it. Your ligaments are trained for it. Your muscles are trained for you making those movements so that if your knee, if your quad and calf and everything around it is strengthened, mm-hmm. when you make those movements, yeah. hopefully it'll prevent any injury. Great. And I was just like, I got to do more. I got to do more. So I got up at five this morning, went to bed early, got up at five, rode 10 miles on the bike. And then for probably the length of the song had some weights that I was moving while pedaling the whole time. I'm motivated. I feel motivated. Damn. But. It's a way to start your day. I miss the game. And watching Sixers and um, Nets. Mm. Um, watching Harden and Embiid live at the free throw line. Yeah. It was obnoxious and it pissed me off and I don't want to talk about that. But I was like, holy crap, like I'm watching a game that's not the Blazers and I'm enjoying it because I don't really care who wins. But let's just watch the game for what it is. Uh, Seth Curry freaking went off, dude. He's just draining everything. Wish we still had him. Yeah, I know. But I was like, you know what? I think this is what I'm missing right now. Honestly, like the sweat, the grind, the mental. I was watching an interview with Kobe talking about the pump fake. And he's like, when you watch people pump fake. And they pump fake, and now they're not squared up, but they have one foot back. He's like, they're not taking a shot. Why are you falling for that pump fake? If that foot is behind them, they're going to drive. So I don't even bite on it. And I'm like, God damn it, you were a genius, dude. Because that's not something you think about. But if you're dedicated to the game and studying it, you notice things like Mm -hmm. that. He's like, if they're squared up and they pump fake, they might shoot it. But if they pump fake and they're like leaning down and their foot's out, 
they're not shooting it. And I was like, the Alfaruk Aminu pump fake. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, it's he's, like, and the fact that he still got people with that is amazing. And that's what Kobe's point is. Is like, why are you falling for that? <clears throat> and it's like, I miss that. I miss that. I miss studying. Mm-hmm. I miss roasting my friends. Um, I miss psh-ing to Micah. That's an inside joke, and oh, okay. get it. But like, I would hit shots in his face, and he would go. Psh-ing. Like I'm like, why do you keep doing? Why do you keep doing that? And he's like, come on. And I'm like, what? That was a good shot. So now anytime he sh- hits a shot over me, I'm like, Psh. yeah, nice. yeah. Nice. So I miss that though. I miss pushing Micah and just just playing the game. And I know that the physical activity is always going to be good for the mind. Oh, absolutely. But it's the basketball. I know that I'm missing, mm-hmm. and it'll make me a better partner, friend, and dad. And that sucks. That it, it, it requires that, but I'm, I mean, but we all need self care in our lives. Yeah, but I know otherwise we aren't ours. Uh, otherwise, we aren't us. Like, yeah, that's just. And it's natural. it's like you with your outdoors, like you need it, right? You have that crave to get behind your camera. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same thing with basketball for sure. me. So Makes got up early. Sense. I'm dedicated. I'm going to try to do it again tomorrow. I'm going to be fucking miserable doing it, but it's worth it. Yeah, it is worth it. It's worth it. That's all I had. What did you have? <laughs> oh, that's really cool. Dude. I'm happy. I'm happy that you're um you're putting your you're putting yourself into shitty situations to to like get to where you want to go i have to, if basketball is means that much to me mm-hmm. it's okay to sacrifice oh, absolutely some time in the evening and going to bed early i'm not doing anything else otherwise except for what playing tetris on my switch put it down go to sleep and you get to wake up and get in basketball shape mm-hmm. we- dimitri motivated me a little bit too Did he? but just talking to him on the way home from the man trip, he was like, mm-hmm. dude, you can do it. You just have to sacrifice and blah, blah, blah. And then I just never did it because yeah. I'm Debbie Downer. And then. I mean, sacrifice is hard. It is hard. It's hard. Otherwise, no, that's why it's. Wants to do it. I mean, that's. I mean. That's why it's called that. <laughs> right? Like, that sounds so cliche, but it's yeah. true. Like, yeah. it's by definition yeah. something that you are. You're giving up other things. Your opportunity cost yeah. of sacrifice, of doing these shitty things is a lot more pleasurable, pleasurable stuff. Sleep. Donuts, eating, eating food that doesn't taste like shit. Yeah, um, I mean, I I'm pretty good eater. I like most foods. Mm-hmm. I I love salads. I love vegetables, but sometimes I want to eat like seven donuts. <laughs> Not that I do, but I, yeah. There's this new donut place that opened up. Oh, I went there and it was good. <laughs> Mister Mister Maple. Yes. Holy shit! Have you ever been there? Uh, I drive by them all the time. I've not been in one. Pretty good, pretty good. I really like the uh, um, the one down by our work. I cannot remember what it's called. Um, I have no idea. Donald brought them the other day. Remember? Oh, dots or no? Uh, the pink box. Yeah. Not voodoo, but something else. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're pretty good. Right on Yam. It's like yeah, right yeah. on Yam Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Here's something that's totally off topic, but kind of regarding workouts i feel very hoity-toity about workout music hoity-toity yeah I, I, that's hoity-toity. a that's a gen word i, I know though i know uh, it i it's a, i don't use that word that's a gen word <laughs> but i feel very hoity-toity when it comes to uh workout music sure. like if it's like cliche like there's there's a very thin line of like all right i hear you telling me Work faster, fat ass. Work faster, fat ass, or anything like encouraging. Like, wait, <laughs> not that music says that, but if it's like, 
it's worth the hustle, you can't do it. If there's any sort of motivational lyrics. Oh, uh, what's that? It's it's 50% pain and 100% reason to remember the name. <laughs> that Fort Minor song? I don't know. It's 10% luck, 50% skill. Anything like 75% that. 75% concentrated power and will. Yes, that sounds have, terrible. Have you heard that song? No. You've never heard no. that song from Fort Minor. Oh, wow. Okay. Who's Fort Minor? Uh, Is that the guy from... From uh, Lincoln Park. Oh. Yeah. Any, anyways, anything that resembles any motivation in the lyrics, I'm like, next. I won't listen to it. Even if it's got a good beat and it's like kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm feeling that. As soon as they're like, you could do it. You could do anything you put your mind to. I'm like... Anything but listen to this song. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm not doing it. So what? Like, what are your what's your go to like workout playlist? So I to? this is what I did. I went and looked up a bunch of EDM electronic dance music remixes of pop punk songs. So like Fallout exists. Oh yeah. So like Fallout Boy covers, but they're like EDM versions, like remixed by a DJ or something. But do you like so? Yes. Do you hear like the, the actual vocalist yes. from the band? Yes. But with an EDM track. Yes over yes it. see i can get into that and i like that or it's like metal like kill switch engage uh under oath which is also kind of gets me up mm. honestly a lot of lincoln park is on that mix my workout mix lincoln park gets you going and i used to loathe lincoln park but if i'm working out I'll listen i mean to their them. lyrics are so generic yeah yeah that's why i hate them yeah yeah there's one. Their songs there's, could be about anything. It, yeah, literally. <laughs> like, it's, it's a Mad Lib. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. It, uh, what is, there is one song from them that I will listen to working out all, when I would, when I do work out, mm-hmm. like, all of the time. I cannot remember, I cannot think of it, but it's, it's, I know you're, Lincoln Park can get you going. Yeah. It's the tempo, it's mm-hmm. the pace of their songs. It's like, oh, okay. It's very, very, not very often they have kind of lulls in their music, which is, it just kind of drives them. Like, mm-hmm. okay, okay. It's I'm all sure. rise. Yeah. Good, but if they say like you could do anything you put your mind to, I'm like, no. Although no, they I do, can't. although um, later on they did have some slower stuff. Yeah, I don't mind some of the slower stuff, but not while I'm working out. Yeah, you ever listen to like sad music when you're working out? What? Yeah, no. I kind of I do. Like what? Um, I don't know. I I I'll listen Hill to Hill Slop or whatever his name is. Jonathan Hill <laughs> Slop. Hill Slop. Hill Slop. Slop. I don't. Know, I don't. I haven't listened to that guy in like Dude, a year. I'm glad that era's over. Oh yeah, Kylie is too. <laughs> she hated that. She hated Dude. that. She hated that sad boy. Uh, yeah. That's, so that, Eno. That's, and tonight'll be the night. <laughs> <laughs> that's you dude <laughs> oh who is that? is that uh is that boys like girls i, I don't, think i, I think it's boys i think it's boys like I girls the 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 really like that's when like hair metal jumped the shark late in the 80s with some like well the, like the w bands the warrant winger oh okay yeah i feel like pop punk yes when it went to that yes that's when like that's, red jumpsuit apparatus and stuff when that's when that genre really jumped the shark. I couldn't get shark. into any of that new stuff, that newer stuff. I really couldn't. Yeah, I mean, I, it went from skate punk to, like, Blink, yeah. like, was, like, real skate punk yeah. to, like, really just whiny, borderline emo. Yeah, yeah. But Some it wasn't emo, but it, but it didn't cut as deep as emo did. Like, emo songs had really good lyrics, and yes. this stuff was just surface level, yeah. just, ugh. Uh, who was it? Oh, uh... So the guys that I was in Splash Attack with, they were like, they're writing new stuff. And he sent me the song that he was, it was like a pop punk song that he was working on. 
David was working on. And he, and I can hear the lyrics and stuff. And in the lyrics, it says hometown. And I go, this is only officially a pop song, pop, pop, pop punk song, because it says hometown. But technically, it's more of like an emo song. Or no, what you're saying is that that genre jumped, I would say, because it's like they're always saying, like, I hate my dad and I hate let's get out of this town and this mm-hmm. hometown. And it's all very surface level bullshit. Like Taking Back Sunday, they wrote some good ass lyrics, but it was like more like emo stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like yeah. uh, Hawthorne Heights, even uh, Emery, they all wrote really good lyrics. It was all emo shit, mm-hmm. but they wrote good lyrics. All that surface level crap. I hate that. Well, that's today's country music. It's surface level. Dude, did I send you that video of that uh, Taylor Swift country version? Yeah. That was good, dude. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, country used to be... Sorry. You should be. Uh, Country used to be about simple simple instrumentals. Mm -hmm. Generally just light drums, acoustic guitar. Yeah. Add in a couple other, maybe a couple other things, a a little bit of bass, but it was all about storytelling Mm -hmm. and lyrics Mm -hmm. and talking about real shit that people experienced who listened to that music. Now it's just literally filling an ad lib of like blank color truck, girl in blank colored tank top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, riding in truck, listening to fill in blank. There's a recipe. old country, old country artist. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, this is so bad, yeah. man. It is so bad. It does not say anything. Music that doesn't say anything, mm-hmm. it's just so bad. I, I mean, you might as well just hate. You might as well just listen to EDM. If you yeah. just if you just yeah. want to listen to beats, just listen to beats. Right, right. I like the beats of the song. I I don't even like EDM. My sister took me to an EDM show one time. There was like everybody was naked, but the music was all right. It was cool to see live. There was one artist who had a live guitar player playing over the beats that the I guess they're DJs. I don't know. Were like remixing and making up on on site, mm. which was kind of fun to watch that kind of um, improv. Yeah, but otherwise, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like at face value. It doesn't really seem like those guys are artists per right. se, but they do. I couldn't a lot do that of, shit. No, no way. No, no way. But. If that's what you want to listen to, go listen to that. What, what's the point in listening to music that has no meaning, no storytelling? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was talking to Cheyenne about this recently. Was this? Yeah, I think this was on the Christmas episode that you didn't listen to. Um, <laughs> uh, she reminds me. <laughs> every time. <laughs> every week. <laughs> uh, I think it was on this. But I was talking. we were talking about lyric writing and like how when I, whenever I would write lyrics, yes, I would write. I would write things that I would tr- that I would tell the story that reflected what happened to me, but also maybe twist some words or use some different words to make it more applicable to more people, sure. right? Mm-hmm. And that was always fun to me because then people would hear it and go, "Oh, this is what I think the song's about." Perfect. Never correct them because that's what it means to them. Mm-hmm. I love that. If that's if the song has the ability to do that, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, never go look up what does the song mean on the internet because <laughs> that could like really ruin some music for oh, you. Oh yeah. I mean and I'm sure that I'm sure if you got down to it there is evidence of like what does the song mean for Lincoln Park, right? Mm-hmm. It's so general, right? But then they also kind of ride that fine line of like it's applicable to whatever you're going through, but maybe it's too general. Yeah. You know? Some of them are like crawling in my skin yeah. like 
these wounds they will not heal. Yeah. Like I get it. Like yeah. Kind of anxiety, depression. Yeah. Right. Right. Shit like that. Yeah. Like I get it. I mean, hindsight, it's like damn, these lyrics are. Yeah. <laughs> With how like yeah, I often feel like that when yeah. I listen to Lincoln Park because yeah. I'm just like, oh man, like, guess we really should have seen it coming. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. Poor Chester. Um. One thing that I learned about myself, we can keep going, but uh, I, w- I wanted to bring this up, it, that I learned about myself just talking through therapy is that <clears throat> I'm very, like, I'm almost obsessive about goal setting. Mm. So I have a goal that I'm trying to reach. It's not one that I can reach anytime soon. It's it's going to be years before I get there. Oh, wow. So Long in, term. Yes. Yeah, so, but what my... It's going to take a long time to get to that goal. There are things that I have to do to get there. I'm doing it today to get to that goal in years. As long as I'm on a path to get to that goal, I feel good. Mm -hmm. If I'm not doing anything moving towards that goal, I feel anxiety. I feel frustration. I feel um, worthless. Hmm. Okay. And... I just thought that was a little interesting revelation, and I wonder—I was wondering how you feel about goals. Like, you have goals, and we've talked a little bit about what your New Year's resolutions are. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like, in, in sometimes with goals, I think this is the the college degree um, symptom—not uh, symptom, but. Uh, infection or or virus that i have where it was like everything that i'm doing today is going to lead up to a bachelor's degree eventually Mm -hmm. and that makes me feel good let's work on that let's get better let's fine-tune our craft so that way when i'm walking across that stage even if he has the same degree as me i know that i worked Mm -hmm. to get that degree moving on masters okay here's what i want to do everything i'm doing today the sacrifices the 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 work it sucks but it's gonna get me there now with this new goal all these sacrifices these choices that i'm making are going to get me to that goal but i know that that's a goal and i see it let's go there Hmm. but with like basketball i've lollygagged and i was depressed and sad and didn't you know it's different sure but with the kind of like these bigger goals for me it's easier to go okay i see you let's get there so you have a harder time with short run goals yeah. than you do with long run yeah. goals. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. How do you how do you identify? I feel like goals? I'm the exact opposite okay. with goal setting. Yeah. Um I I have never been able to really function thinking about anything more than a couple months in advance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like everything is short. Everything pretty much a short run with me. We have talked about this in like our three year run of you being a little car- compartmentalizing things. Like, here's this box. Let's get through this box before we even look at this box. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it's really hard for me to, um, and I, I, I find this with my frustrations with my work, mm-hmm. is that like, mm, yes. I need, I could. They're like, well, you can be working on all of these different things simultaneously. And I'm like, no, I need to finish this yes, completely yes. to its completion before I even think about doing this next thing. Yes. And that gets me in this particular job that yeah. gets me behind. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Absolutely. I get fr- like what gets me a lot is um having too many things open at once. Like too many mm. I have too many uh I have too many loose ends loose that ends. aren't well that aren't put. tied yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. So I need I need to have things as you mm. said compartmentalized yeah. and completed bow tied move it over there stop yeah. thinking about it. Okay, now next box open that up mm-hmm. figure out uh i do not do well with long-term goals mm-hmm. because that's just one extra thing on top of mm-hmm. all the little short run okay. stuff that i'm focused okay. on so i and also i just have never been able to mentally see myself mm-hmm. two years from now mm. it's always been well you look good huh you look good in two years yeah well i hope so <laughs> Um, well, my partner is a lot like you in the sense that she kind of is like, let's address these things now, right? Mm -hmm. Compartmentalize. These are the things that we have to address now. And the analogy that I thought of when looking at these long-term goals, and let me know if what you think about this, um, I, I think about all of these things that could possibly happen or need to be done as literally being things thrown in the air, right? Okay. Here's all the things that happen throughout our short-term goals, whatever, right? Whatever they might be. Um, you want whatever short-term goal you might have in your life, blah, 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 blah. And here you are on a road and you're driving down this road towards your long-term goal. Now, at any point, one of these things that are up in the air, whether short-term goals or maybe just things that you can't control, fall right in the middle of your road. I always view it as like, okay, this sucks. Let's figure it out. Let's address it. Let's clean it off the road. It's done. Back to, back to where we were going. And I think that that's kind of how I've always approached everything. It was always easier for me with the, with the bachelors, right? Even with infertility, right? Uh, here's the path to bachelors. I'm headed there. I'm driving down that road. Infertility, children, starting a family, that's all in the air. Who knows what that looks like, right? Boom, infertility lands right in the middle of the road. Well, fuck. I can't stop. I still have to get to that goal, right? But in the meantime, simultaneously or not, addressing that and then continuing on to the goal. Okay. I don't know. That's how I think about it sometimes. Sure. What do you think? I, I don't What do you think about that analogy? Like if you That's good visualization. Yeah. Can you Okay, let's think about this. Would it be easier then to break up for I'm trying to get into people cuz you and Jen kind of think alike in some ways. She's always This is so funny. I've never told you this. She does you guys both do the fucking sticky eye thing. And oh, she, really? Yes. And she's like, she's like, oh, my God, my eyes are sticking. And I look at her and she goes, what? Ask Jake about it. It's a thing, dude. I'm doing it right now. I've done it like four times. I know. You guys episode. are fucking sticky eye freaks. Um, So, like, let, let's, I'm not trying to, like, out your goals, right? But, like, like Spanish, right? That's a pretty long-term goal. So, when you approach that, how do you think, how do you think about it when you think about it? Because, right, that's something that's continuous, mm-hmm. that has to be continuous in the midst of everything else that's going on. Being a dad, working, doing this podcast, hunting, uh, all that shit. Is it at the most convenient? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I. Like, the only, like, long term goal that I would say that I was successful in completing, obviously, mm-hmm. was my degree. Sure. And I think that 
my problem with that was is that like I was more driven to the title of like okay so I'm looking at this goal and once I reach there all of this shittiness that I feel about myself is going to be fixed once I get to that goal getting that bachelor's degree yeah. not only is it going to not only am I going to have a bachelor's degree yeah but I'm going to have all of this I it's going to fix all of the other stuff yeah Frank the tank will no longer be your vehicle magic <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Magic wand will be raised and I will suddenly love myself. Yes. Um That didn't then, happen? It, obviously not. <laughs> because because self care, self love, all of that stuff yeah. comes internally. Mm. More so than externally. And so like long term goals for me were always about how am I going to chasing something externally that was going to fix me internally i think you have just pinpointed exactly why i've set my long-term goals and what they are which is sad now that i think about it (laughs) it's me chasing some sort of validations or some sort of thing that i believe is going to make me feel good Mm -hmm. when i get there it probably won't well that doesn't necessarily have to but that it can't be the thing that you think is going to sure. fix you. Yeah. Like it could definitely 100% increase your life. Yeah. And that's how I see in- increase your quality of life, mm-hmm. open up new avenues mm-hmm. to explore, open up new doors for opportunities, whether career, right. friendships, yes. relationships, whatever. Um, and that's how I view Spanish. One is a, it, it's going to uh, help my son. And it's going to hopefully help me with mm, my goal mm-hmm, of getting mm-hmm. into the State Department, but with but I don't I don't know like the only the only thing I could ever like that's why I went to American University was mm-hmm. like I'm going to me getting into this university this prestigious university mm-hmm. of international relations and all of the little like <laughs> w- wage peace mantra and all yeah. of that I'm like oh. This is going to make me love myself. Yeah. And then I got to campus and I had all of the same self-doubt, all of the mm-hmm. same. Um, Imposter syndrome. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't belong here. I had a like complete meltdown while on campus and I just, I lost it. Mm-hmm. Like I just completely lost. It. I came home from that just completely defeated mm-hmm. because I think I thought it was going to bring Reinforce. me. Yeah. It was going to the the no like I, I don't know whatever i thought the prestigiousness yeah. uh, that was going to come with this was somehow going to fix me yeah well well, well and then i <laughs> went into a complete tailspin and i such is history listen to our backlog <laughs> but um the anyway that's i've been hesitant uh-huh. to make super long term goals mm. Until I have gotten to the point where I'm like, am I doing this for the right reason? And I'm not chasing something that is more about looking for external gratification for internal needs. Yeah. Um, And is this thing really going to enhance my life down the road? So um, that coupled with um, years of not really ever knowing like how long I was going to be here. Mm hmm. 
um, it just never thought it was worth it to really think that far down, like right. that far in advance. So as morbid as that sounds, yeah. but, um, yeah, I hope to God Jen doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Just because like, she's going to say, well, what are the, what are the points of these goals <laughs> and what you're seeking and what you're, and you're hundred percent right. I should be asking myself these questions. I think that's why I wanted to talk to you about it is because like, just a different perspective different um you you like you've noted you have a way to analyze things in a way that i'm just like fuck it let's do it and you're like boy hold on dude why why are we doing this i'm like shut up let's go well i mean <laughs> i've made a lot of because i've made a lot of mistakes yeah. that have cost me a lot of time and money right and paralysis anal- and uh, paralysis of analysis mm-hmm. has led me to not seek all sorts of different opportunities like so it's not it hasn't come without its faults by any means absolutely Um, i mean we all make those decisions and we're like fuck what a complete waste of time yeah don't envy like yeah don't envy me by any means right but i read that entire fucking book lambda (laughs) bye (laughs) yeah for those of you that want to know what we're all about in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know him but fuck him